The Culture Coaching Lab. Go to www.culturecoachinglab.com. Go there today. Self-paced online masterclass courses that are designed for you to build your skill of multicultural leadership. It's live. Let's go. Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Happy 2024 to you. I am delighted that we get to start season five of the Culture Coach podcast here, and I am delighted that I get to spend it again with you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Thank you for uh, all of the ways that you have engaged with me this year. Uh, today as you are getting ready for work or uh, I know that some of you listen to this while you're walking your dog or on your lunch break uh, or even on the weekend wherever you are listening uh, thank you thank you for uh, spending time with me each week to get better as a multicultural leader and to find new insights and new ideas uh, in order to get better as a leader I'm excited about what you are going to do this year. I'm excited about how you are going to see change in your organization and your business. Uh, I'm excited how you are going to see change in your personal life or maybe even how you engage. Uh, I'm excited for what is to come for you. And you know, as I always tell you, I am cheering loudly for you. And that will continue uh, as we continue season five of the podcast. So I want to ask you today that um, if you love this podcast and if it's something that's helping you, um, will you pass it along? Pass it along today uh, to a friend or a colleague or someone in a different industry, maybe that you work alongside with. Um, Let them know that there's some really great stuff here on the podcast. You can even go back and, and think of some of the ones that are some of your favorite and uh, share that with someone uh, that you know, uh, someone that you appreciate their work so that they can continue to get better as well. So I want to remind you to do that. And also want to remind you that the Culture Coaching Lab is live. The Culture Coaching Lab uh, is a site where you can go uh, that has eight of my most requested uh, teachings and trainings. And uh, there are online masterclass courses there that you can buy today um, for uh, your development. Uh, you can use it for your team. And if you want to buy it for your entire staff, uh, there is a user price as well that you can contact us uh, about. So wanted to let you know about those things today. So with it being in the beginning of the year, uh, my 
my guess is, is that as you begin to return to work, you are uh, sifting through emails and thinking about what you need to start on. Some of you are thinking about how to meet uh, certain goals that you have for the month. And I want to talk to you about three things uh, that you can think about. You can choose one or you can use all of them as it relates to your culture work uh, there in your organization. So here's the first thing I wanna encourage you to do. The first thing is to reflect. It's really important to reflect on the work uh, and the strides that you have already made, particularly in culture work. Because if you don't do it, there's a very high chance that you will become discouraged. Uh, in culture work, in, in diversity work, uh, you're going to feel potentially like a leader, like it's never enough, right? Particularly those of you who have uh, just begun your cultural journey in your organization or your business. Uh, it's very possible that you're, you might look at some of the things that you did, particularly in 2023, and you might think to yourself, oh man, like we just didn't do enough. Well, I'm here to tell you uh, after working in uh, diverse spaces for uh, over 20 years, it's possible that you're always going to feel like that as a leader. There's always going to feel like that there is something missing or something that you missed or, um, you know, something that you, you didn't do enough of. And trust me, if you don't feel it as a leader, uh, the people that work for you or the people that work with you or alongside of you, um, if it's not you, it will be them. <laughs> they will certainly come to you and say, we haven't done enough in these 62 areas. So it's very, very important, uh, whether it's at the end of the year or the beginning of the year or the middle of the year, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. It's very, very important for you to reflect and even to log what are the strides that you are making and have made towards improving the cultural diversity in your uh, organization in your business is very, very important. Because if we don't log those things, if we don't try to get as specific as possible about what are the things that we are actually doing, what are the things that we actually committed to, um, we'll get discouraged because it will become just, you know, sort of this uh, amoeba of things, or it'll just become, well, how do we feel? Or, um, you know, how do we, how do we feel about what we did? Or, you know, does it seem like we've done anything? And when it comes to cultural diversity work, you don't want to uh, reside only in those areas of, of uh, hoping and wishing, uh, feeling. Uh, for some of you that are in faith environments, uh, just praying, you know, without really logging, what did you actually do? What are the movements that you actually took uh, to try to meet your cultural diversity goals? This is why, uh, if you've listened to this podcast before, that uh, you've heard me say uh, that there should be some things that you and your team, your organization are doing, uh, I would say daily, if not weekly, that point directly to your cultural diversity goals. Don't leave it up to, you know, let's check in in June or let's check in in December to see if we're doing well. There are things that you should be able to look at uh, at a minimum every week and say, this is what we did uh, towards our cultural diversity goals. Because that way, if you check it in every week or every month or whatever it is, then you can correct so that, you know, by the time the end of the year comes, you're not saying, oh, I wish we would have did that. Or, oh, if we just would have took more time to do that, you can take the time now. So 
make sure that uh, you spend some time uh, this week, if you haven't already, and reflect on what are the things and get very specific about what are the things that you've done that serve your cultural diversity goals. The second thing that I want to talk to you about uh, is after you've reflected and seeing uh, where things are, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, redefining diversity. And uh, I'm going to talk to you about two different sides of this uh, that I'm seeing. So what I'm encouraging you to do is to spend some time and get even more specific about what are you talking about as a leader when you are talking about diversity? Uh, what I'm finding is we are, as we are getting further and further into the, this work, uh, as some people are getting further and further away from this work, that the idea of cultural diversity uh, is starting to be redefined. And uh, in many ways, the way that I see it, uh, I don't, I don't particularly care for the way that it's being redefined. And so what I want to encourage you, because you listen to this podcast, is to get uh, specific again at the beginning of this year about what kind of cultural diversity are you looking for? What kind of cultural diversity are you looking to see uh, in your organization? Uh, because uh, what I am seeing as I'm working uh, with different organizations and just following different different companies is how we're starting to uh, redefine diversity has gotten away from uh, culture as it relates to our ethnic come froms, and now it, it's starting to lean more into well the the diversity of thinking, the diversity of thought, uh, the diversity of how people work. And what I want to encourage you, my faithful listener, to do <laughs> is to not equate these things. These things are not the same. You've probably heard me say this before, but when we talk about diversity in itself, diversity can have a very large umbrella. And underneath of that umbrella, uh, if you think about the spokes, uh, the little ends on an umbrella, those things can represent lots of different kinds of diversity. Uh, but oftentimes what we want to do is uh, if things get hard, we want to start to redefine something so that it's easier for us to hit the mark. Or uh, if uh, things seem like, uh, you know, we've kind of turned our attention to elements of diversity, what we can do sometimes is then to say, well, why don't we add these things in there as well? And so then we actually start adding things, which starts to dilute some of our conversations. And so that's why I'm saying that I want to encourage you to know exactly what you are talking about in this season of life and business. Because if you have, uh, you know, 25 different things that are sitting underneath of the diversity umbrella for you, that's too many things for you to try to focus on to get better. And then it actually ends up uh, having you as a leader do less than you would if you just would have focused on one, two, three things under the diversity umbrella. So I want to encourage you to not redefine uh, what cultural diversity means. Um, in fact, there I, I've been in a couple of conversations uh, 
at the end of, of 2023. And, you know, I've heard people talk about how, you know, the, the, uh, moving the conversation about diversity from uh, diversity as it relates to uh, cultural uh, and, and ethnic come from to things like uh, neurodiversity and, uh, you know, like I said, diversity of thought and that kind of thing. And while, yes, that is a different type of diversity, what I will tell you is this, is that uh, when when you started your work, you started your work because you wanted to get better uh, cross-culturally. You wanted to get better at understanding people from different come from, specifically ethnic come froms. And let me tell you what I'm not saying. What I'm not saying is that uh, having a focus on, on neurodiversity is not uh, important. It is. And uh, we need to just make sure we're continuing to redefine uh, and, and pinpoint what kind of diversity are we talking about with regards to our focus. Because um, for many of you, uh, you know, what you can do is if your, your organization has been uh, historically monocultural, um, you know, you could uh, redefine differ- diversity so much that you're like, well, you know, we only have one type of person here from one type of, of people group. Um, and, you know, well, everybody thinks differently or everybody dresses differently and that's our diversity. And then you call it, you start to call it a multicultural organization when that's, that's not what it is. Uh, what it is, is a uh, unicolored uh, organization. It's a unicolored organization. And sometimes uh, that can feel a little easier for you if you just still have people that uh, come from your specific people group, pretty much all on your staff or all in your organization. Um, and that all you need to do is just shift just a little bit because somebody thinks differently or somebody has a different leadership style. I want you to redefine diversity uh, for you. And when I say redefine, what I mean is to be very specific about the types of cultural diversity um, where your focus is for this season. And so I hope that makes sense uh, today. The third thing I want you to to do after you've reflected, after you have uh, redefined diversity for you is I want you to recommit. Um, You may need to recommit this year to your efforts uh, towards cultural diversity. It seemed like the work of cultural diversity really started to ramp up in 2020 um, when we were all trying to have conversations about uh, uh, culture as it relates to ethnicity and come from uh, with the catalyst of uh, the George Floyd situation uh, with some of the other uh, situations that were happening in the United States. And uh, we kind of started that mid-2020, late 2020. And here we are into 2024. Um, and you may be listening to me. And, you know, if you and I were sitting down having coffee, what you might tell me is, you know what, um, we've sort of dropped the ball on this. Or um, we have had less conversations than we had maybe in 2021 or 22. Um, whatever it is, don't feel bad bad about it, just re- recommit. Uh, and so you may be listening to me today, and that might be something that you need to do is to recommit, 
recommit yourself to the work, recommit your team uh, to the work of cultural diversity, recommit to uh, the energy required uh, to make some strides in the area of cultural diversity. So these things could be uh, a really great way for you to spend your time uh, this week as you are easing your way back into work, as you're easing your way back into the goals uh, that either you set or have been set for you. Uh, just know that these are the things that are available to you today. Come on, it's 2024. Let's go. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week. This episode of the Culture Coach podcast is sponsored by Timekeeper Financial Solutions. Timekeeper helps creatives and small business owners keep their financial books in order so that you can do what you're great at. Timekeeperfinancial.com, keeping count of what counts.